Welcome back to HVAC on Air. I'm Eric Strasbaugh. And I'm Pete Lee. Today's episode, we're going to talk about future trends in the industry. We sat down with Wade Mayfield of Thermal Services, Ben Kelly and Andrew Ozer of Crop Metcalf Services, David Kyle of Trademaster Services Corp., and Ted Konecki, Tempo Air. Thanks, Eric. This is a topic I think we're all really excited about. So let's jump right into it with Ben Kelly. Trend-wise, I mean, you're just going to see the technical get... The, the technology, I should say, get more and more and more going. And I guess uh, that's not there now, though it's pretty close, is we're on the fast track to the helmet cam. So you could have yeah. one guy in the office fixing uh-huh. eight different pieces of machinery. But the technology is going to be something that trend-wise I think will help attract younger members as well because it is, it's become like a computer. Call it a video game. Call it, it's, it's what is going to happen with the HVAC side for mm-hmm. sure. So it's a, that's a trend that I definitely see. And are you already, are you, it's already starting? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Every, every, seems like every day, something new. Yeah. Connectivity wise. I think that businesses um, that are not ours are kind of taking us on that road, on that road though, you know, mm-hmm. so Amazon comes out with Alexa. We have connected solutions that will talk to Alexa. We're headed to the Jetsons age. I think sometimes it's difficult because within our industry, we are offered these connected solutions um, to improve the performance of buildings and we see them and we see how we can deploy them but then around us is CNET magazine and Wired and websites that talk about you know they, they kind of take that space and say look at all these cool things you can do with your home and then we have these customers come to us so I think it's our responsibility in the future to kind of keep our eyes peeled and look outside of our segment and, and stay get out of our channel a little bit and kind of be aware of what else is coming and help those industries get into our industry and connect and, and, make, mm-hmm. and build those connections. Because I do think we are someday, very, very soon, going to walk into a Jetsons house. And we're going to talk to it. You see it on TV now. Mm-hmm. You know, 15, 20 years ago, you saw somebody talking to their house in their car. You're like, that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And today, we're talking to our houses and our cars. Mm-hmm. And we're doing those things. And those technologies are growing really fast. <clears throat> but fortunately, some of them are in our channel. Some of them are business opportunities for us that we can capitalize on, whether it be a service business or a new construction business. But a lot of them kind of live outside of our lane, and, and we're reluctant to go there because we want to control those products in our space. I think wise contractors going forward will say, hey, let's go find everything that customer wants to buy. Let's figure out a way to integrate that in the right way. And to these guys' point today, you're going to rely on those more technical people who uh, I hired. A, we were t- when he was talking about veterans, I was thinking, you know, I hired a guy who was a missile man. And he's got this really technical background. He has an interest in AutoCAD and computers and wire. I mean... So that's the guy that comes in now and, and starts to get really excited about that space where most of us just sit there saying, hey, this is the thermostat I sell, this is the brand of equipment I sell, I'm staying right here, this is what my offering is. So I think that future state is moving faster than all of us can anticipate, and I think the wise contractors going to have to keep their eyes peeled and hang mm-hmm. on. It, it's a neat shift because, I mean, with maintenance in the residential side of it, it's a service side, that was our, our first stab in the industry of trying to be proactive instead of reactive when mm-hmm. something breaks and that's just compounding more and more and this technology is allowing us to be it's going to tell us this is going to break yeah you know so then your customer doesn't have to be inconvenienced they don't have to be without heating mm-hmm. air conditioning and that that's a, a neat shift in the industry to be it'll allow us to be better at being proactive right. than we so, could have so we i really see it there's really two phases to this like the future and i mean the future within a couple years and it's a future that started um you know, again, we keep talking about comfort guard, but that's allowing us 
you know, when we talk about not having enough certified, qualified technicians, we're able to say, hey, your home's monitored, your system is monitored 24-7. If something glitches, mm-hmm. we're gonna, you're going to get an email, we're going to get an email, we're going to talk about it and make a decision together what to do next. So that's allowing us to have less technicians. We're able to actually, on some of the problems, just tell the homeowner, oh, you don't need a service call. This, this safety is tripped. You can, you can clean out a drain and off you go again. Right. So we're saving technicians the need for extra technicians because of that. We're, we don't have to do two in-home maintenances a year mm-hmm. with these customers. We can do one and keep the system working fine, right. properly, maximum efficiency. So, you know, it also lets us go down the, the important path of further connecting with the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, we are in an absolute partnership with these customers, you know, over, over making sure their, their system's running at maximum performance. Um, technology has allowed us, we've been paper-free in the field now for three years, where all the guys have, you know, smartphones, yeah. tablets, and, and not only has it allowed us to get rid of just humongous amounts of paper, but... You know, the guys have technology right at their hands. If they need a, a, a spec sheet on a piece of equipment, they have it. It's right there. So as much as out there right now, it's on the web, it's on the net, it's on different pages. It's right here on your phone. It's in your hand. So, and, and that really allows us to serve customers better, connect with these customers better. And then to me, coming from, you know, someone passionate about home performance, you know, the technology that's out here is allowing us to maximize and comfort uh, and, and customize a home's uh, indoor environment. Mm-hmm. You know, again, and as Dave said, you know, we're this humongous user of energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being on the home performance side for 20 years, you know, it's wasted. The right. majority of homes out there, there's there's not a home out there that, you know, doesn't crank their air conditioning up, try and crank their heating up, trying to get their home comfortable. But we, we can come in and, you know, for a very reasonable investment, tighten up a home, mm-hmm. you know, make that home healthier, yeah. safer, you know, just by, by tightening up the home, tightening up the duct system, you can drop the energy usage as almost a side benefit to living in a wonderfully comfortable, you know, indoor environment. So home performance, would you, how would you define it? Is it efficiency and, and comfort? Like, well, it's, it's interesting. For so long, home performance has been all about energy savings right. and has been marketed as energy mm-hmm. savings. Well, the, the, the real definition of home performance is comfort, health, safety, and energy efficiency. Okay. So we've focused on, this. In, in my opinion, energy efficiency is the side effect mm-hmm. of, of tightening a home, well, insulating a home, sealing a home proper duct systems, properly designed to deliver that comfort. Mm -hmm. So you do all those things right, you get energy efficiency. Mm -hmm. Our industry has focused, and and, and the government, so much on pushing energy efficiency that a lot of the programs out there are failures. Mm -hmm. Because they don't get it, they they put in a more efficient system, but they put on a terrible duct system that's leaking 30%, you know, sucking in air from attics, crawl spaces, garages, Mm -hmm. making people sick. But, hey, it's doing it, you know, 20 30% more efficiently than the old system. <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> you know, so we look at it and say if what we focus and for 20 years, you know, and I've been the, 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 folk, the fellow behind our, our home performance program at uh-huh. Crop Medcalf, you know, since day one, 
we can go in and make a house healthier. Yeah. We have example after example of people who don't need the medicines they were on, the allergy medicines, the asthma medicines, because we've tightened the home, we've stopped the contaminants coming in, so that home is now a great environment mm-hmm. for the family to live in. No matter what goes on outside those walls, you come in and you're in this wonderful environment, and as you do that, it's also a very, very efficient environment. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me is... You know, I say the future. It's 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 here now. It's it's finally taking hold where people are starting to really understand it. And then as we move forward, you know, that's going to be the the near term future. Is home performance is going to drive our industry? Is that going to be driven from all of your collective sides presenting that to your homeowners? Because you know, there are a lot of homeowners that are never going to think about these things, right? So. Is that going to be kind of you know pushed from it, you all down? It has to come from us. It has to come from the contractor, and that's where it's so important that ACCA has been behind home performance. You know, is at the forefront of mm-hmm. it, and is behind it for years and years and years. Has again a, a whole entire council, you know, that, that talks about this. A magazine, IE three magazine, came from home performance. Okay. You know, and has worked along and, and, and moved forward. So it has to come from us, not just focusing on the boxes anymore, but focusing on the, the home itself, you know, the, the tightness of the home that, and, the, and the tightness and quality of the duct system. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's got to come from us. And, and, you know, I think it's also exciting for new guys coming in the field, new technicians, that they're not just looking at a box. Right. We, you know, take the blinders off. Look at the home. Mm-hmm. And, and, and focus on what the customer's problems are and how you can make them better without even replacing equipment. Yeah. David. Hey. Scribbling notes over there. Oh, yeah. Hey, I love the future because that's all we got. Yeah. That's, um, that's right. Hey, you know, I see, when I, you know, I think the future, I'm not thinking next week, next month. I'm thinking 10, 20 years yeah. out. Uh, the future's energy, energy use, who use it, who gets it. Uh, today, the American we Americans use twice as much energy per capita as the people in Europe. Mm-hmm. We use six times per capita the people per capita compared to the people in China. Six times. We use 20 times the energy per capita than the people in the continent of India. Uh, there is, if you add the people in China and the people in India, that is several billion people more than us. Mm-hmm. They want to live like we do. And I don't blame them. We live really, really well. So I'm not busting on the way we live. The rest of the world wants to move up. This is going to impact energy. You know, there's no hiding it. So I don't, not sort of environmental stuff. I'm just talking about energy in general. So, uh, you know, one of my other favorite observations, and I said this five years ago, thermostats are dead. In five years, I don't think you'll see any kind of display in a new home at all, because why would you have a thermostat? You'll use your gateway device, which is in everybody's pocket, will interface in. Their homes will, uh, their homes will react to their presence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, whatever that is, you can set that up to decide what that is, yeah. the reaction to their presence, and including the energy market. So... Uh, my home one day will be uh, intelligent enough to know when renewable energies are available and we'll turn on my clothes dryer. So if, uh, you know, if the winds, wind turbines are spinning off the coast of Maryland, uh, you know, uh, energy is down, yeah. I'm going to have a buy price set and my dryer will turn on. Mm-hmm. This is stuff that is absolutely going to happen. Why not? So all the power companies trying to get rid of the peak, sort of, they decide, well, we can decide and market forces mm-hmm. will decide. Uh, renewable energy, direct connection of renewable energy to home. So this renewable energy will power my home the way I want it to directly without going through the utility. So rather than selling my solar back to the grid or something like that, I'm going to consume it on site in ways that make sense you know, for my house. Mm-hmm. All spinning up from this 
from this energy thing. Uh, some, there's some really cool solar stuff happening uh, right now. They're working on some solar cells. Actually, Georgia Tech, look it up. It's really cool. They almost have the solar cell efficiency doubled. It's not fair to call it a solar cell. It's actually called a rectenna. It's a new way of producing <laughs> solar antenna. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it, it, so it, they almost have it doubled, and they think they'll quadruple the efficiency wow. of solar. And then now that's a real game changer. Yeah. They just have to get the materials right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's some interesting materials things. Once they have that done, it's going to be a huge game changer that will hopefully feed this stuff. Uh, I, I like that term load following when you have this, this device in your hand. Right. I, I'll use the meeting room we're in today in this uh, lovely hotel room in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, is that uh, all of our devices would sort of vote yep. what we want in this room, comfort-wise, oh, yeah. and it will know that we're present in the room rather than some controlling system assuming that this room is occupied. Oh, so yeah. when we leave here, it would just go back to doing something else and save a lot of energy. I've heard that conversation a lot over the last six months. There's yeah. actually stuff. Yeah, it does it already. Yeah. Well, this it's interesting. So the future is really, really exciting. I got a lot more, but I don't know. so yeah, we'll leave the mic. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get lunch and bring you something. Well, I think one of the big things that gentlemen are kind of hitting around is that the HVAC contractor is probably going to be at the center of the connected home, and you know you're doing something that with the home performance. If you want to elaborate on kind of what you see your business changing as, um, you, you mentioned a little bit, getting a little bit more technical, about some of the products that are here and now and what you're implementing, Wi-Fi, thermostat, some other things that you're seeing home or homeowners purchase these days. Well, I guess, the, you know, the Wi-Fi thermostats, the systems that are connected through the thermostat, the remote operation of a system, and even, again, we can diagnose systems, you know, f from our office. You know, we don't have to send the fellow out to diagnose the system. We can send him out with a part to fix the system because we know what that part is. We know what his equipment is. We have it online. You know, it's all it's all tracked. Um, you know, there's there's just so much more. You know, that, that's coming on. And you look start looking at the overall home connectivity, and there's device after device. You know, the Sensi is now, as we said, hooked up with, you know, the Alexa. You can talk to your system, tell it what you want to do. So it's it's you know as Dave said it's the, the thermostats are probably you know coming going forward a thing of the past you know and it'll be more that connected home you'll just talk you talk to your home and there you go it does what it, you know what what it, you know you want it to do yeah I mean the Wi-Fi stuff to me it's, it's the gateway to what he's talking about it's the beginning I I have a, the ability to do it with my uh, house and a. Uh, I can't remember the last time I actually went to my thermostat on the wall to make a change of, of any kind. Uh, I do it all through my phone, and uh, that's just going to continue for sure. Um, I think we have to push and stay at the forefront because I think you're going to see challenges coming from, much like Ted was talking about, coming from outside. The the big companies, the Googles, the, the people like that, they're going to realize there's profit ability there. There's, there's market share they can take and they want and so we need to stay ahead of that and kind of bring them in like he was saying but on our terms instead of on their terms yeah they you know so google and nest and everybody out there they're you know they're looking to sell data and they're struggling too they're trying to find their place in the world right they they, they know that what they're good at is data but mm -hmm. they don't know what we know so they want to build products to cross over and pick up things i mean I, i'm reminded by a new yorker cartoon that the guy is sitting there in front of the tv and the nest says uh 
says you wouldn't believe what your husband did all day as the wife. <laughs> and then the, the CO detector higher up says you should see what he was looking at on the internet. His husband is like, you guys shut up. I mean, it's silly, but I think that that's, that's where everybody, why they want to be in that space for whatever reasons. Now, it's not nefarious or anything like that. It's not like, you know, if Dave gets energy usage data, David's going to go in and use it for bad. He's going to use it for good. But then he might have to explain to that consumer why we're monitoring and measuring. Um, and, and to Andrew's point, <clears throat> you know, the, the connectivity that we're going to need most, I think, is consumers are going to have an expectation that our technicians are going to show up and be sharper and faster. And they're not going to walk in with a bag of tools. They're going to say, okay, I'm here and I've noticed your board's out. I'll be just two minutes. I go upstairs with a little briefcase and I'm changing a board in a unit or I'm changing a sensor or I come in and I say, hey, I, I recognize that you're, you know, one of your sensors must be bad because temp averaging isn't working right. And, I think consumers are going to start to expect that. I, I, I am optimistic like David, although I am also reluctant because I feel like in my lifetime we've always said, hey, the new thing is coming. And, and I listen to guys like David and I say, yep, he's right, it's coming, it's coming. And then you sit there and I'm drumming my fingers going, hey, does anybody want to buy this stuff? Because yeah. i got a whole bunch of this stuff. So I think it's a market-driven thing. I think more sophisticated markets like the D.C. metro area is probably a place where you're going to see that take hold faster. Oh, yeah. um, Dallas, Texas is still just a place, man. You know, give me a, a connected thermostat, and you know, you know, let's epoxy my garage floor so my Range Rover tires don't get dirty. I mean, it's just a, <laughs> it's just a less sophisticated group. But that I think the you know we talked about um, recruiting and the age of the workforce. I think that that's going to drive that connected solution as well. And we're just going to have to kind of be ready to prepare or prepare for whatever they're going to ask for. You know, they're going to ask for. Some of the stuff Dave was talking about, rooms that just know what they want and they don't want to mess with it. And we're going to have to prepare for that, you know, control in the pocket of, of that whole home, you know, that car. I mean, I don't know, I was thinking about what Dave was saying, and I can see, you know, I can, there's an app on my phone, I can see where my truck is parked at the airport, and I can start it, and I can see if anybody was around it. I mean, that kind of stuff is becoming, like, expected mm -hmm. in the new age. Mm -hmm. um, guys are checking text messages on their wrist. Yeah. I mean, you, you know... We're, yeah. we're eminently connected to everything, and I think that that, uh, you know, one of the other things I remember a guy saying here last week, he was an older, uh, he's, a, he's actually a younger guy, but he works in a very old retail business, and he's not a competitor of ours, he works in a different market, but he said, man, you got to own the wall, and I said, man, what happens when the wall goes away? What happens when there's no thermostat there? What happens when nobody cares what's on the wall, and nobody cares what, you know, how do you survive in that in that business then? What are you going to sell when nobody wants to see what you're selling? Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I think there's a lot of good ideas certainly around this table. And it's, and it's definitely going to go even beyond uh, the room knowing when you walk in. Yeah. With geofencing and right. stuff like that, your house is going to know you're on your way home mm -hmm. and, yeah. and to start adjust things so it's more comfortable as soon as you walk in. Yeah, But saving saving the uh, energy. You look and it's, it's what's neat is and it's, it, it's sort of ACCA is the hub mm -hmm. of a partnership between the contractors and manufacturers, you know, the vendors to you know move this technology forward you know and to educate the contractors mm -hmm. you know if you have contractors that are going out trying to find wrench turners mm -hmm. you know and 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 not grow their people and you know and market the industry as yeah. such we're never going to move forward yeah. you know to me this is an exciting industry for kids that want to get in you know, and, and, and have a technology-driven future. You know, you can say not everyone is going to be an engineer in Silicon Valley. Right. Not everyone is going to start the next Facebook or Google. Mm -hmm. But, you know, look, if you want a great career, 
you know, and you hear Dave say it is, you know, and that's, that's a big part of when he was chairman. What he was pushing for was career and bring folks in. You know, this is the industry. That's what we need to get out there. And so the more people that, that join ACCA, that take part in ACCA mm-hmm. and, and, and understand this, you know, it, the, this is a technology-driven industry. These are not wrench turners yeah. anymore. Yeah. They have to have mechanical aptitude, but they also, you know, have to feel dang comfortable with a smartphone, a mm-hmm. tablet, you know, getting on the internet, knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's great that, you know, the, what I've seen, especially, again, as I mentioned, is the partnership yeah. between ACCA, the manufacturers, mm-hmm. the vendors, the contractors, to really move this forward and educate. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, the, the contractors, you know, the young technicians coming in, like you mentioned, they have to be comfortable with all this technology. You know, what comes to my mind is, you know, a lot of this is technology I hear about, right? And I think it's so neat. I want to learn about it. And I think connected homes are kind of a hobby of mine. I think it's amazing. I, it, I'd love to live in the Jets. I want their car with the Jets coming too. But uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't touch this stuff, right? I read about it. I get to look at pictures of it. You know, and I read about what the people who can afford it early on interact with. You're talking technicians who have to have to touch it, have to know it, have to play with it in person, who probably are the, the gatekeepers to that initial information, the reviewing of it, the how does it work. You know, so they're ahead of the game. They're ahead of the first movers in the marketplace. Well, and, and one of the things we don't, uh, we often don't discuss, which is true, they not only have to be able to touch it, put it in, they have to be able to explain it, mm-hmm. and they're going to be the ones who will take it to the next level with customers because they're face-to-face. They have to be able to explain it in layman's terms, mm-hmm. for for lack of a better term, that this is what it's going to do. This is why you need it. This is why this is very good for you. Mm-hmm. This will be better for you. Um, and that's not an easy thing sometimes because yeah. technical people sometimes don't like to talk, Right. period. Right. Right. So it's, it's a, a combination of soft skill teaching and technical teaching mm-hmm. and we often lose sight of that mm-hmm. and it is on the edge of technology i think it, you know, it's well and what, what's neat is and you know it's something funny we keep talking about young people coming into our industry and you know yeah. we forget to talk about the folks who've been doing this for 10 15 20 years and it, it's not like they're forgotten you right. know because there, there are folks in our industry who just simply the technology is not their forte mm-hmm. but you know what they know is they understand the, the, the science behind HVAC. Right. And those are the folks that using technology can be there to mentor, to grow these other, you know, the younger guys, to bring them up to their level, who then the young guys become that, that, that multi-threat, you know, with the technology and the science and the understanding. But you've got these guys in the office. There's technology that, a, a, you know, a senior technician can literally sit there looking at a tablet and, you know, like Ben said, with a little bit of the helmet cam and some gauges that will feed back through the Internet and can monitor the system, look at what it's doing and say, hey, did you check this? Mm-hmm. You know, remember our checklist. What do we do? And take a fellow who may not be as, you know, skilled at the, at the mechanical side of it and using technology, lift them up so you've got a great place for, for the senior folks in our industry. And you're able to really mesh that knowledge and experience you know, with the younger folks, you know, love of technology. I mean, it's, it's what kind of scares me a little bit about the technology, like with the eye manifold and things like that is mm-hmm. you can be taught how to do it so quickly to go hook it to a system. You don't always understand the philosophy behind when it doesn't match up. Right. And then where do I go from there? And that's going to be a gap we have to address mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, one thing I certainly see in the future just to sort of, Attached to what we were just talking about is, is the opportunity is incredible in our industry. The world's changing. Businesses are changing. Um, so 
and I always like to say others see this opportunity. When uh, Ted mentioned uh, uh, Google and Nest earlier, Google bought Nest for over $2 billion. Twice what they paid for YouTube. <laughs> they saw an opportunity there. Uh, so I like to say others see these opportunities, and it's amazing how our industry, we own it right now, and we're willing to let it go. It makes me a little crazy, but the, certainly the people in this room and ACCA are sort of pushing that. Uh, so we have, we have an incredible opportunity. Um, it, it, certainly I, I would even say we have a commitment or responsibility to take back, you know, to take, take what's ours. But the one thing we have, they don't have. So we have like implementers, mm-hmm. people that can do these things. So sure, you can see what the Nest is doing far away, but if it's not working, you really need that skilled professional to be on site to take care of the problem. So we want to certainly stay relevant in our own industry and not advocate our position to others like a like a Google mm-hmm. or a Nest. So that's it's it's scary on one hand, but a huge opportunity for the people that see it. It's not going to all go plug and play. You're not going to plug it in and go. You need that wisdom from the decades and you know coming up on a century. Yeah, you're you're not going to be able to retail the whole business into a home, Lowe's or a Home Depot. No. You know, that'll never happen. That technology. I mean, as Ben was saying, you know, you, you still got to have that guy who's like, okay, this is this is what you do when the charge is off. This is what you do when the when the computer screen has mm-hmm. the red. You know, okay, here's how you adjust that. So we're always going to need that, but. You know, we do, you know, David's right, we do fight a lot over that. I think I think he's keying in on a point that we, we will still have to be the translators of the data. We will still have to be the person who goes and installs and manages the, the systems that go in those homes. We're still going to have to make sure they work right because, I mean, you know, I'm sitting here thinking we all talk about great technology, but I think we've all been on the other end of that technology sitting there trying to hook up a Z-Wave thermostat or you can't get the Wi-Fi to go right. It doesn't just work, mm-hmm. right? So you've got to stand there and troubleshoot and think and scratch your head. And sometimes it's like, hey, they put a nail on this wire or this or that. So I think there's still lots of places that we get to hang on tight to this. And I think it's, it might be just a, um, a little bit dramatic to think that they're going to just run off with it because, you know, I... You know, I, I, I've taken out more Nest thermostats than I've put in because people are like, ah, I, don't, I don't like the way this works. I want something different. And then there's new products that we can sell. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that uh, the future is certainly bright. I think we've all got plenty to do, for yeah. sure. What, what, what Dave said, Dave makes a good point. You know, and you, you start watching uh, what Google and, 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 you know, through Nest and Amazon are doing um, is literally trying to take over our industry. And there's too many contractors you know, and there should be a, a big flashing red light for a lot of contractors in our industry that it's time to step up. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and in 23 years, you know, I remember phasing in 10, 10 seer. I remember phasing in 12 seer. I remember R22 to 410. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going up against contractors go, that stuff doesn't work. You don't need that. And I'm just looking at these. Those guys are gone. They, they, they simply literally would tell customers they don't need to go to the new refrigerator and it'll never stick. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, you know, if the government says it's going to stick, it's probably going to stick. Well, you've now got Amazon, Angie's List, Google, that that know the value of our industry. And if these contractors don't get off their butts and recognize this and start investing in technology and buying into technology and understanding, you know, building performance, you name it, the whole connected home, having a relationship with the customer, those contractors are going to wake up one day and find that they're labor for these guys. Right. That, sure, Amazon's going to sell it, 
and they're going to sell you just like another listing on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And the Nest is going to call and say, we need this. And then, you know, you're going to click a button or get an email and have a guy come out and they're going to bid it out at the lowest price, you know, and that's who's going to come to your home and they'll have the Uber app that says who's closest and the technicians around the corner and that's who shows yeah. up and you agree on a price and that's it. Well, you can't stay in business that way, number one. And right. contractors need to recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's simply our time. We need to take this over. And as Dave said, we need to understand we own this home. Mm-hmm. We are the best suited. We've been doing it for a long time. We're the best suited. We have the people, the technology to go into these homes and, and give the people what they want. And we can't let the Amazons, the Googles, you know, take it over. Yeah. And turn us turn us literally into just labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really need to form that partnership going forward and establish that partnership now. Correct. Right. Kind of that, that you're you're leading the industry together as one. I want to thank uh, David from Trade Master Services Corp, Ben and Andrew, both from Crop Metcalf Services, and Ted from Tempo Inc. And as always, check us out at ac-heatingconnect.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Copeland Scroll.